Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. Traveling built for tough studio. Boomer Science Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the fans. Simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Friday morning. A feel-good football Friday, the last one of this NFL season. And our last day from Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona. Super Bowl 57. We've had an incredibly weird week. We've had a lot of NBA talk, the Brooklyn Nets, the trading of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I got into this media feud with Kay Adams because she grabbed my man boob and then she did not like me telling the story about that. So I've had that feud going on. Boomer was riddled with the neurovirus yesterday, puking and pooping out his guts for hours and hours and hours. And we are here now to finish out the week. Oh, yeah, I saw a couple of tortoises banging yesterday in a reptile conservatory as well, which is something I've never seen before. So it's been a strange but fun week here, Boomer. I'm glad to see you back. Good morning, and how you feeling, big guy? Uh, you know, strange, uh, yes. Fun, I don't know. I mean, I was having fun up until uh, Wednesday night, man. God, this came out of nowhere, by the way. And uh, I don't want to just, uh, you know, bore people with this story, but I was playing golf up at uh, Desert Mountain. Mm-hmm. Beautiful place. Have a birdie for eight on 18. I miss a four-foot birdie. I go to dinner. It's 5 o'clock. I get back to the hotel. It's like quarter to 7 or so. I'm going to watch the Ranger Canuck game. Sure. So I, you know, get my iPad out. I'm watching the Ranger Canuck game. Everything seems to be fine. Game's over. Rangers win. I get up. I go into the bathroom. And from that point on, which was about probably... I almost about 8.45 out here until about 2.15 in the morning. I basically 
basically was nonstop back and forth to the bathroom, and it hit me hard. I mean, I just, I've never been hit like that. It's never been that violent ever in my life. And, you know, you know, like when you're actually doing that and you're going through vomiting? Yeah. And right at the end of it, you're like, you get that shiver shake like this. I did that about 14 times. Oh, my God. I mean, it was unbelievable how hard it hit me. And, uh... And I, you know, I apologize to, to our listeners and to everybody else. You guys did a great job yesterday. I understand making fun of me, but um, I appreciate the fact that you guys sucked it up and you you guys did not get sick. But it was awful. Well, not yet. I'm gonna tell you, it was awful. And I just want to say thank you, yeah, to my daughter Sydney because she was all over it. So she knew I wasn't on the show. So she texted me, "How you doing?" I said, "Well, I got the stomach bug." Blah 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 blah. Next thing I know, I get here knock on the door. It's a IV nurse. IV nurses at my hotel room, uh, giving me an IV. Everything an actual IV nurse, not like a singing telegram no. stripper or something no, like that? No, no, she set it up through the IV company and everything. Okay. So I was able to get an IV yesterday, and then she also door dashed over a whole bunch of stuff like saltine crackers and Pedialyte Advanced Care and everything wow. else. I mean, so I was loaded up yesterday. You see, I have a lot of Gatorade here in front of me. So it took about 30 years for her to finally give you something back. But, but I, Well, she gives me a lot back, but I have to say that, uh, you know, she, she was like right on it, and then in about 15 minutes, she had everything all taken care of. But I, it, it hit hard, man. I'm telling you, this thing. And then, of course, we start getting all the tweets and everything about uh, that this thing is running rampant all across the country. Yes, that's right. So I, um, you said it came out of nowhere. For me, it's not going to come out of nowhere because I am prepared for it now. Uh, I will get sick. I'm just hoping that it doesn't happen on the flight home. That's the only thing I'm asking for. I'll get through today because I think the incubation period's about 24 hours. I'm just worried that the second I sit down on that flight, flight, which is a five and a half hour flight, then that's when it's going to hit me. So that's the only thing I'm trying to avoid. At this point, I told Jerry, Jerry's like, I'm going to stand over here. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to get near Boomer. I said, Jerry, just lean into it. Just embrace it. <laughs> like it's going to happen. <laughs> sort of like death. Yeah. We know it's going to happen. So just embrace it. Same thing with this norovirus, which is the most contagious thing in the history of uh, viruses. So well, yeah. All I know is this, the, the, the three guys that I've been playing golf with, nobody shows any signs of anything. So, I, I again, I don't know if I got it from where I, something that I ate or I picked it up somewhere, but all I know you is did that have some sort of fish dinner, did you not? I did. I did. I had a uh, Dover sole amandine, yes. You know, Dover sole amandine. That's probably the last time you're going to have a Dover sole amandine. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's like right now I have PTSD to eat. I will tell you that. Yeah. I, I have not eaten anything except saltines and, and uh, like I said, the Pedialyte Advanced Care and now Gatorade. That's, that's all I've eaten in the last 24 hours. I just... I just, I have no desire to have any food whatsoever. It's a good way to start a diet, I would think. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm totally flushed clean. <laughs> I mean, that final that final uh, episode in the bathroom, it was coming out of both sides yes. at the same time, and I had to open up the shower door, which was right in front of the toilet. Sorry, folks. I just got to tell you this. No, I told that story yesterday, oh, yeah. so they already know. Yes, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, I just. I've never, that's never happened before ever in my life, ever. You told me that at one point you thought you were going to die. I thought, I was like, just get me out of here. Just, I don't want to go through this anymore. I'm done. Yeah, that you were ready to leave the earth because I, of this. Right at that moment, right at that moment, because I just could not believe, I don't, I think my small intestines got involved uh, <laughs> because uh, it was just so much. It just, and I don't know, I don't, it's just, and you know me, like I'm Mr. Metamucil and everything yeah. else. I'm all about, you know, smooth feeling and all this, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I just, uh, I feel like this is an annual thing for you. This is the third since I've been working with you stomach virus that has hit you right around the Super Bowl. 
It must be. I don't know. I, but this one was by far the worst. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. And, uh, and, and quite frankly, you saw me yesterday morning, and I was walking around in the lobby of the hotel with a bag in my hand just mm-hmm. in case. Yeah. And uh, I was just not aware of anything that was going on at that moment. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah, that was the lobby when we were leaving or I was leaving in the morning where you told me you weren't going to do the show. Later, I saw you in the lobby walking around trying to get your bearings again. And the funniest part to me about that where there were some Bengal fans that were there that recognized you and nestled right into you as you're still sweating out your <laughs> neurovirus and were taking pictures. I Little do these people know mm-hmm. that in about 24 hours, they are going to have the worst experience of their life and probably probably missed the Super Bowl because they got that picture with Boomer. But I didn't tell him. I just said, let them, let them do what they want to do. You know, you take a risk every day, right? I mean, you would have thought that they would have known because the way that we were standing and how far you and your family were from yeah. me. Right, yeah. I you would shout that they would be, uh, they would kind of get that there was something wrong. But uh, <laughs> they weren't paying attention. They wanted a picture, so I was more than happy to sure. oblige. That's all I could tell you. But, you know, I and I missed yesterday because I just wanted to get up in Jerry's face about this whole Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. I know, I know. What it's a, a shame. freaking disaster. That whole thing turned out to be and it's kind of like we predicted that three and a half years ago that these guys were not going to do anything and it really is it's a, it's a it really is such a stain on the nba about how this whole thing went down in brooklyn it really is no absolutely and i said it yesterday these are the guys that make you hate the nba superstar and turn you off to pro sports these days not honoring the contract making all this money thinking they could dictate everything and then they end up getting that it's exactly they ended up getting what they wanted uh and they blew up the franchise and it really it really turned you off so, yeah, I mean, we did, you know, Jerry was, he got sort of a good and a bad yesterday. He got the good that you weren't in his face about it, but he got the bad that he had to host for five hours and do updates <laughs> and talk about it nonstop. And he vacuumed yesterday, too, by the really, way. Yeah. At the end of the day, he was vacuuming he was as well. Vacuuming. Well, good for him. You know, that, yeah. was, that was great. And by the way, uh, I didn't start with it. I should have started with it because Guy Adami wanted me to start with it. And that was uh, Vladimir Tarasenko and Nico Mikela coming to the New York Rangers. You know, much like uh, what Lou Lamarillo did about a week ago with Bo Horvat. This is a great trade by Chris Drury. A great trade. And I don't think he's done yet for us Ranger fans. But I know that yesterday when I saw this, it was the one thing that brought a big smile to my face. Good. That's all I can tell you. I felt really good about this whole trade. And I think it's great. I think it's uh, one of those all-in moves that, uh, look, we feel like we got a really good team here. We know that we're in a very difficult conference. And we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to load up. And if Vladimir Tarasenko can be the guy that he has been in the past for the Blues in the playoffs, this this could this could set up a, a, a first line of Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, and Vladimir Tarasenko. The, the potential for that is explosive. Explosive. And hopefully that will work and uh, and the Rangers uh, will go deep in the playoffs if not uh, going all the way to the Stanley Cup. Yes, you had a really bad day for the Nets and Nets fans yesterday, but a really good day for a lot of local teams. The Rangers make a big deal. The Jets had a day yesterday. Oh, man, what a day. Oh, have. my good. You got two guys, two of your best players in history, making it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame and Darrell Revis and Joe Klecko finally. And you have to be proud about that and happy about that because you've been screwed screaming about that for years and years and years. And then they swept the Rookie of the Year category, which we had expected with Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. So, I mean, the Jet fan wants their team to be here. They want their team to win a Super Bowl. But this was a really good day in Jets land on uh, Thursday into Friday at Super Bowl week. Yeah, I was so happy for Joe Klecko, you know, and uh, from a player who played against him and somebody who knew how difficult he was to play against and and how he disrupted your team and where you, you had to know where he was at all times 
Cons. And for him to finally get this, I'm sure he's uh, elated. I didn't see him. I know he sent me a text yesterday, but I wasn't really responding to anything yesterday. Yeah. I'll, I'll congratulate him today, but certainly Wait really second, happy you blew, for him. You blew off Joe Klecko? I blew off everybody yesterday, man. So Joe Klecko gets into the hall, <laughs> he gets into the hall of fame. And you didn't respond to his text message? He, he got into the Hall of Fame last night. Oh, okay. His text was in the afternoon. Oh, what me. did it say? Like, hey, wish me luck. I'm nervous. And you were just like, screw no, no, you, no. Joe. I'm puking. It, it just said, hey, it's Joe Klecko. Love to see you out here. Oh, okay. That's all it said. And I would get back to it today and just tell him, look, you probably don't want to be anywhere near me right now. Right, exactly. As I'm sweating through this first segment. Yeah, I know. I was just about to say that. You were pouring out sweat. No. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I'm still dealing with it. What can I tell no, you? Of course. I know. That's why it's definitely the neurovirus and not food poisoning. Although Eddie speculated that it was a placenta milkshake that got you yesterday. That was the moment of the day. Somehow he had a drop of you saying placenta milkshake. Do you remember ever saying that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I have in a weird way. Yes. Because that was a whole discussion of, uh, of weird things that were happening after the birth of their children. Or I forget, and I forget who we were talking about. Yeah. But I kind of remember it. Right. So Eddie set up the drop. That was moment of the day. He goes, uh, gee, do you know what Boomer ate last night? And I said, no, I actually didn't ask him. And then all of a sudden the drop comes in, placenta milkshake. <laughs> And then we just all <laughs> fell over and laughed for a okay. good, a good ten minutes. Right. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so this is it. We are here on the final day of Radio Row, and we've barely talked about the Chiefs and the Eagles. I mean, and I I know that we do a lot of buzz, no buzz, and sometimes in our world because we live in the New York sports bubble, that buzz or no buzz doesn't really match with what's going on nationally. But quite frankly, I mean, I feel like this is the least amount of buzz going into a Super Bowl that we have had in years. Now, I don't know if you feel that way. And the NBA sort of dominated this week, but, I mean, nobody's really said anything of note. There hasn't been a lot of controversy. Both these teams have won a Super Bowl in recent memory. I mean, what has there been that has got you fired up for the game? Now, the game could be great, could be an all-time great, two very, very good teams, one seed, but, I mean, this has just been like, get us to the game, because nothing has happened this week of interest between the two teams. Well, there's no Cinderella story here. Yeah, That's nothing. why. Everybody, you know, I kind of expected these two teams to be here. Maybe the, the Bengals didn't, and maybe the Bills didn't. Yeah. But everybody in the NFC knew that it was going to be difficult beating uh, Philadelphia, especially having to go through Philadelphia. I, I Can you believe that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is an underdog? Right. And for the third time out of the last four Super Bowls, the Kansas City Chiefs happen to be in this game. And, you know, he's got to go up against, like, a number one defense. He had to do it, you know, of course, against uh, San Francisco. He had to do it against Tampa. And if you remember that game against Tampa, he was running around all over the place, like, to the tune of, like, three and a half miles or something, yeah. they were saying, because that defense was so good. And Todd Bowles got a lot of credit out of that one and ended up getting the head coaching job there in Tampa after Bruce Arians uh, resigned. And then and then they, then he had to go up against now, uh, you know, a team that comes in with all these sacks, with all these pressures, and, uh, and a team that's got the speed to actually match the speed of the Kansas City Chiefs. So yeah. I, I think people figured that this was gonna, going to be this Super Bowl. Like I said, there's no like, underdog. There's no new feeling about it. Maybe, I guess, Jalen Hurts being here is great. Two black quarterbacks being here are great. Uh, the fact that, you know, there's no Tyreek Hill. There's no real, like, personality on either one of these teams other than Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, he's... Probably why? Right. I mean, he's a personality, but he's like a... He's a good personality. It's not like he's doing... He's not like Marshawn Lynch personality. He's not True. like that mm. at all. So, I mean, he's just... Everything about him is sort of perfect. And now, you know, the storyline of the ankle really isn't a storyline because they've had two weeks to get him ready, and he looked fine for having a high ankle sprain in the AFC Championship game. So, I just think it's about time to get to this game and, and then watch it and then break 
break it down because there really is, even going into it, I mean, I think that people are just like, hey, this is these are two very good offenses. I think that people believe that the Eagles' defense is probably better on paper than the Chiefs' defense, but look how good the Chiefs' defense played in the AFC Championship game. Well, the Chiefs' defense is, is damn good. The big thing about them, and uh, they played really well in the secondary uh, against the Bengals, is that the youth in the secondary, they have three young guys back there that are pressed into spots that you know could be difficult spots for them, especially if Jalen Hurts is running around and making plays that way, because then all of a sudden, when that stuff starts happening, uh, that's where these guys could end up getting lost. So we'll see uh, how that works out. I, I just I just think Jalen Hurts, you know, the interesting thing about him, he doesn't have to have like a 350 yard game to win this game. No, he he can just throw for you know 250 yards and he can run for about 55 yards, and as long as he doesn't turn it over and they don't fumble it, I, I don't see. I don't see how they lose. Apparently, Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs, who had that huge game in the AFC title game, said that he was under the weather and there was something that was going around in the Chiefs' locker room, uh, not stomach-related, so you did not infect the Chiefs, but <laughs> something to do with, like, a cold or something or a flu Well, or they'll, all, they'll all get IVs, yeah. I'm telling you. They'll all get uh, whatever they need to make sure that they feel good come Sunday, and they're still about three, three or four days away from the game, or they were three or four days away from the game when he said this. So, uh, and I know it's not fun playing under those conditions. So that's uh, hopefully he'll be 100% because he's going to need to be 100% and be the player that he's capable of being. I think he's third all time in sacks in the playoffs. Yeah. And it's speaking of bugs in the locker room. So yesterday we had Cam Hayward sitting here at the Pittsburgh Steelers and I asked him. How the hell did you lose to Zach Wilson and the Jets? And he said, you know, I was under the weather that week. I think we had a bug going on in the locker room. T.J. Watt didn't play any injury. So then I asked my buddy from Pittsburgh, did you hear about that going into that game? That the team was sick? And he goes, no, it's not what he was talking about. What he was talking about, the bug in the locker room, was that wide receiver Deontay Johnson punched Mitch Trubisky in the face that week. <laughs> and that was the bug that was going through the locker room. Deon, he punched him in the yes, face. And I was like, have you guys talked about this on the air? He goes, yeah, no, we've talked about it. It's like, it's a fact. And I it, have not. I, I, this is the first I've heard of that. Yeah, that's what he said. He goes, uh, that's part of the reason why Trubisky ended up getting benched because it was like this horrible interaction between the two of them. Uh, yeah, but. So, wait a minute, so Mitch Trubisky ends up getting punched and benched? Punched and benched. How does that work? Pretty bad, I know. Only something Mitch Trubisky can do. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Deontay Johnson deserves... Why would... I mean, come on. Why, why is he punching his teammate? Because he sucks, I think, and he wasn't throwing him the ball. <gasps> that's what That's what happened. Uh, I wish I would have known that yesterday. I would have asked Cam Hayward about it, but... I didn't know until Man, I wish I would have known that when it happened. I know, me too. And it going into the Jets, I would have picked the Jets to win. Now I feel like it's such an after the season's over kind yeah. of thing that it doesn't make headlines. This would have made headlines, and I'm sure it did in Pittsburgh. Oh, absolutely. I'm just surprised it didn't get out. It, it, like, I thought I thought it was going to be a much bigger story. But you said that they were talking about it on the radio. Yes, though. that's what I said. I said, you guys wow. discuss this on the air? Because I don't want to go on the air if it's something that's like a secret behind the scenes. It's like, no, we've had a ton of conversations about it. I'm like, how did I miss this? It's a huge deal. How did we all miss it. I guess so. I mean, the IK and Polly and the Geno Smith thing, I mean, that was national. Yeah, that was national. But, you know, we're obviously, as you said earlier, in the sports bubble of New York. So we're going to sure. see it and we're going to feel it. But I, I had no idea that that had happened. Yeah. Wow, that is yeah. something. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Road to Arizona, presented by Casamigos. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. The Road to Arizona, also brought to you by Optimum. Get closer, go farther, and buy key food. Get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. Al put up a poll on our WFAN Morning Show account who is most likely to get the neurovirus from Boomer. And uh, all the selections are up there, all the choices, Jerry, me, Al, Eddie. So you can vote on that. The early voting, I voted for myself. Uh, and the early voting is in. I believe I have over 50% because I am sitting closest to Boomer and I wrote in with him this morning. You uh, rode in the back seat with the mask on. I did, absolutely and did. I was driving you here. And yeah. you're staring at four hours. 100%, yes. So all of it there was funny. Is Sean Kennedy hops in the car to help us get in here, and he opened the back door thinking I was in the front and I was there with the mask on. Oh. I said, I said, no, you're riding shotgun, Mr. <laughs> Norovirus. Have fun there, Sean. So, yeah. Yeah, well, we're at. it is what it is. I mean, normally, and I told Jerry this, if it weren't a, we weren't out here doing all the things that we're doing and it wasn't a football Friday, yeah. I most likely would not be here today. So, mm, But it is a Super Bowl situation, and you've yes. got your, uh, uh, what's the show, Valenti show after this? I do, kickoff. The kickoff show? Yes. So you've got a, a big day ahead of you there, big guy. I do, yes. Sweating your ass off, not eating, <laughs> getting the rest of that virus out of you. Right back at it. 
right back at it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Jerry Recco is Ugh. inching closer and closer to the end. Because he's the, moving further and further over. Which is perfect. That's the direction I would like him to go, is closer to you. Why don't you just go over there? That I asked. Thing. They didn't have a wire long enough for the You know what? I was set. thinking, when I was doing what I was doing the other night, and I was going through all of it, I just figured that I would be here, I would be on the show with you guys, but I would be sitting over there oh. with my hood up and a mask on and like and just... And you guys could do did like a weekend at Boomer's type of thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's over there. He's here. Right. But then there was just no way. No yeah. way. Right. But you you made it. You did it. And you're here today. Yes. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You could not miss the Friday before the Super Bowl no matter what. That's right. Got to get up. Got to go to work. Okay. Jerry, what do you have over there in sports? Not the neurovirus yet. yet. Uh, We're sponsored by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. It was a uh, jet type of night last night. The NFL honors um, ceremony. You had uh, Darrell Revis and Joe Klecko announced as members of the 2023 Pro Football Hall of Fame. So I know you've been a big proponent of getting Joe in. So that was really good to see. Uh, Also going in, by the way, Joe Thomas, DeMarcus Ware, Rondé Barber. Chuck Howley, Ken Riley, and Don Coriel. Now, Sauce Gardner wins Defensive Rookie Player of the Year. Garrett Wilson, Offensive Rookie Player of the Year. Here was Wilson on NFL Network. It just means that the uh, the brighter days are ahead of us, you know, as an organization. Um, you know, me and Sauce being young dudes, we're so happy to be here and, and happy to represent the organization and the Jets. And, um, you know, we feel like our best football is ahead of us. You better hope so. Here is Sauce himself after winning the award. You know, I want to thank the Jets organization for, you know, taking a chance on me. You know, allowing me to be a part of the defense. Uh, I want to thank all my coaches from Little League to Detroit King High School, Cincinnati, everywhere. Yeah, kind of cool for them. Very good, very good moment. Now, before I move on to Brian Dable, who also won an award, uh, just one other one from Jetland, and this would be Woody Johnson, who ESPN caught up with him and Uh-oh. was asking about the quarterback situation. Uh-oh. And so <laughs> I think it was Diana Rossini, as Zoo tells me, that was asking the questions. And she makes it very clear. I can't, I'm not going to mention Aaron Rodgers because he's under contract. We're not talking specifics. But you do have a quarterback issue, you would think. And all I'll ask you is if you're Zach Wilson. And you heard this, you would think, what, as he is discussing the state of the team and what their need is at quarterback? Well, you want the best quarterback that you can get to lead the Jets. And I think with a good quarterback and our great defense, and the defense will be a lot better with a quarterback, you know, that's actually doing it and a good running game and just what the, what the coach is talking about. Our special team is really good. And so well, it's plug and play. I mean, I think a quarterback comes in, it's, it's kind of an ideal situation. Oh, that's great. Morning, Zach. <laughs> yeah, that is great. We have a guy in there who's actually doing it. <laughs> that's my favorite part about that quote. I, I'm listening to it over there. I'm like, did he just say that? Yeah, a little yes, plug and play. Yes, he did. You just get in there other than that kid, you know, and he, we'll be all right. When you said you had a cut of Woody Johnson, I'm like, oh, God. He yeah. Was, you know he's going to say something stupid. and That's boy. not great. Nope. That is not great. Yeah. So if you're a Jet quarterback this morning, you're not feeling great about your future. But I guess if you're a season. But I guess if you're a Jet fan, you probably would pretty happy with I, what he's saying. I don't disagree with that. That is true. So we'll see. I would certainly make a, uh, if I had to put some money on it, there will be another quarterback with the Jets next year. Now, I mentioned Brian Dable. How about him? Coach of the year. Congratulations. Here was he Here was he accepting the honor. Uh, what an honor this is to be standing in front of you guys tonight. Uh, it's awesome. Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, Jim Brown. Uh, what a great honor. Um, appreciative of this award. Want to thank the Mara family, the Tish family, Joe Shane, all the scouting staff, the support staff, 
Um, the club, the fans, the voters, Everybody. and particularly the players and the coaches, they're the ones that while I'm up here. How about Dave's? Yeah, Dave's getting it done something that we expected about halfway through the year. I mean, when they were 6-1, and one, we were yeah. saying that this guy's probably going to be the coach of the year. And look at that. Al Dukes just gave him a little wave at the coffee shop. I know. He could have had a nice long conversation with the coach of the year. He totally blew it. Yep. And uh, Brian Dayball is uh, is a superstar in year one with the Giants. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty blew good. It, Al. I know. I, I, I waited too long. I just yelled, Dayball! <laughs> could have established a great relationship with him. I feel like he's a down-to-earth guy. You guys could have texted. Could have had him on this morning. Yeah! But now, there's no way. Missed opportunity. Really? Damn. Uh, Patrick Mahomes doesn't miss too many opportunities. He was named MVP. Reaction from Mahomes. To the Chiefs organization, Clark Hunt. Brett Veach, Andy Reid, the staff, and most of all, my teammates. I would never be standing here today without y'all. That's good, Zoom. Every that's day. Why, that's the, I gave him the wrong one. That's my fault. Um, but a second time for him, so he is now the favorite to also win MVP on Super Bowl Sunday. Which is Chiefs kind of interesting because Eagles. the Eagles are favored in I the know. game. Yeah. Yes. So I guess they're thinking if the Chiefs win, it's going to be a big game out of him. So we shall see. Now, in terms of that game, uh, oh, I should tell you, too, uh, Geno Smith, comeback player of the year, and Dak Prescott did win man of the year. Your guy, Cam Hayward, did not. Yeah, I know. I was very disappointed with that because they, they put him out there. They trotted him out to do all those interviews yesterday. I'm thinking he's got to be the man of the year. And he said, I'm not falling for that. There's no way. Yeah. And he was right. He was so. right. That but, is correct. Uh, congratulations to Dak. And I guess uh, Russell Wilson's in some trouble with his charity that when he won Man of the Year. So get ready, Dak. They're going to dig right through all your stuff. You know I, feel like, year. I feel like I think people are like dumping on Russell Wilson. You know, who knows? Maybe Sean Payton actually, you know, put that whole thing together. Oh, you know, kind crazy. of put him in his place. Never yeah, or know. just to get him out of there, right? But no, well, he's going to be there. They're both going to be there, and that's going to be interesting. That that has a real potential to be com- combustible. Mm-hmm. But I think Russell will try to make it work because he knows that he screwed it up last year, and that there's no way that Sean Payton's going to come in and be anything but stern and ex- and have expectations from Russell Wilson. If he doesn't live up to him, you know, he he'd be a guy. Sean Payton would be a guy that would bench him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. Yeah, hopefully week one. <laughs> Got the clout to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the Super Bowl, here is Nick Sirianni. He was asked how he will handle Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl with his club. What we'll do on, on Saturday is uh, instead of me talking, instead of uh, you know a captain talking, I think we're just going to open it up uh, to the floor. Um, but, you know, that, and then we'll just kind of let everybody talk. Yeah, so I guess it'll be an open forum and get stuff off their chest, and here we go. Go try and win a football game and become champions. Now, ahead of this game, you've got a couple of lawsuits of note. Michael Irvin has filed a $100 million lawsuit against the Marriott and his accuser because of allegations of misconduct. That's from the video and the conversation. Whatever he supposedly said uh, the other day as NFL Network did send him home for the weekend. And you got Brett Favre filing three separate defamation lawsuits against a state auditor as well as Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. The lawsuit against uh, Sharp alleges that he defamed Favre by saying on his show that Favre was, quote, a sorry mofo to steal from the lowest of the low. And apparently uh, similar allegations made against uh, McAfee for calling him a thief. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we had 
those conversations too, so I was happy to see that we weren't named in that lawsuit. Yeah, I know. I was scrolling through quickly going, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> but it was just those two who got singled out. I would think he could probably sue every sports radio host if he wanted to. You're probably yeah. right. Everybody yeah. said the same thing. Yeah, and personally, I don't think he did anything wrong. <laughs> you stand with Favre. <laughs> this whole time, I was like, I don't, you guys are wrong, man. This guy's an upstanding individual. All right, let's get to uh, Nets pregame last night because... Um, Let's imagine you're Evan Roberts. Let's imagine you're any season ticket holder of the Nets. Yeah. Hasn't been a great week. I think that's fair to say. Sean Marks was asked this question yesterday. What's a message to those fans that renewed their season tickets for next year, thinking Kyrie Irving, at least Kevin Durant, would be there? And, well, now they're not. That's that's honestly honestly tough. But I, my goal here, and, and our goal is from, from ownership all the way down, is to put yeah. something out on the floor that... Everybody can be proud of. You know, you can see consistent effort. You can see availability. And you can see a competitive spirit. You know, everybody playing a great brand of basketball. I'd like wow. to say to the uh, season ticket holders that those guys were the spawns of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they ruined our organization. Yeah. And we, we purged ourselves of the evil. Uh, so come back and uh, spend your money uh, because we've got those two demons uh, out of Brooklyn. <laughs> they are gone. Yeah. I did see Laker. There was a couple of Laker teammates of Russell Westbrook. They called him a vampire, whatever that means. Wow. Is that good or bad? I don't know. I, 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 well, the way the article was written, not great. Not great. I guess not. Uh, as for vampire, the Nets. Maybe stays out late at night, that kind of thing. Uh, blood sucking yeah, was, is what I thought. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing positive about being a vampire. Right? I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't yeah. think so. And by the way, so the Nets, all these guys that, so they traded, I know, Jay Crowder. Yeah, he went to Milwaukee they, for five second-round draft picks. And all the know. new guys uh, ended up playing? Not last night. No, uh, no the guys from Phoenix were, were sitting okay. courtside. Dinwid, Dinwiddie played. Dinwiddie played. Uh, absolutely. And Dorian Finney-Smith played. Okay. And last night had a thunder dunk in your face. Consumer to the baseline. Turned it over. Steal by O'Neal. Dinwiddie's got it now. Dinwiddie middle of the pack. Gibbs left. Finney-Smith going to the rim. A with a right hand. And a foul is called. Dorian Finney-Smith. Welcome to Brooklyn. And that was Chris Carino with the call on the fan. Uh, Nets win 116-105. He had nine points, nine rebounds. Spencer Dinwiddie had 25 in his return to the Nets. Well, how about that? 18 came in the second half. Yeah, they. you know what? It was fun, actually. They hit a bunch of threes. They played well. The only thing I didn't like, although it worked out, way too much isolation basketball in the fourth quarter. But they won. Cam Thomas had 20 despite shooting three of 16. Here was Jacques Vaughn playing with some new guys. We just found a way. You know, uh, we start a different lineup, uh, which we haven't started the entire year. Uh, no panic from our guys. I thought they really did a good job of focusing on the game plan. Uh, it's great to see us really lock in, especially at the end of the game. And here, yeah, and here was Dinwiddie on TNT. I, question, I mean, they're back here for two seconds, and the question was, what's the ceiling for this team? There's no way to know, man. Like, I've never played with Bridges and, and Johnson before. I mean, they're great players, went to the finals. I mean, obviously, you don't lose a talent like KD, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and get better immediately. I mean, it just, it just doesn't happen, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we got a lot of good pieces. Yeah, a lot of good pieces is what he was saying there. Joe Harris hit six threes all in the second quarter, so that was fun. Nets now 33-22 and 22 on the season. Mentioned uh, the Bucks uh, with uh, Jay Crowder going to Milwaukee. They beat the Lakers last night, 115-106. Nine straight wins for the Bucks. Giannis at 38. LeBron didn't play because of the... Sore ankle. Knicks in Philadelphia coming up later tonight. Matt Lachlan having some fun with the Devils. I'll get to the Rangers in a second. They made a trade. The Devils beating the Kraken last night. 
Hamilton with it again. Now for Brett. Snaps one to the corner. Hawat head up. Gives it to Hamilton with a drive. He scores! There it is. Number two of the night for Hamilton. And it's two to one. <laughs> Devils win 3-1. Dougie Hamilton, a couple of power play goals. That one snapping the 1-1 time. Mackenzie Blackwood with 33 saves. As for the Islanders, not such a good night against the Canucks. Quinn Hughes, the oldest of the three hockey-playing Hughes brothers. As Pedersen comes in on the wing, shoots and scores! Pedersen's goal leaks through Sorokin, and the Canucks have taken the lead halfway through the third. And that was Brendan Burke with the call on MSG. They win 6-5, does Vancouver. You did get a goal from Bo Horvat against his former team, but it kind of comes in a loss. I think it made it 4-2 when I he scored that game. I think scored against his old team How last night. Yes, yeah, so three goals in the third from Vancouver as they win that game. The Rangers didn't play. They played the Kraken tonight, but they did acquire Vladimir Tarasenko yes. from the Blues. I and Nico Mikola. And him too, yes. But Tarasenko is the guy. Miko Mikola? No, Nico Mikola. Nico Mikola. Yeah, Nico Mikola. Nico Mikola. Yeah, not Mike Shabinajad. Nico Mikola. Nico Mikola. Capo Caco. Capo Caco. Say them fast. Nico Zabinijad. It's like you're trading a parrot right now. And the Padres give you Darvish six years. One. I thought this was light. I know this sounds ridiculous, but six years, $108 million. I was surprised by the number. Yeah, that is light for these guys in baseball. Yeah, I was very good for them. At least 120 on a six-year deal for him. But <laughs> that's what he. On, guys? That's what he gets. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Arizona presented by Casamigos. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. The Road to Arizona also brought to you by Optimum. Get closer, go farther. And by Key Food. Get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. So as we mentioned before, big night for the local teams last night in uh, in football for... So I'm going to throw this out again, Al. I'm just, this is the last day. I'm getting sloppy. Um, so you had... Two Jets making it to the Hall of Fame. Joe Klecko, Darrell Revis. Two Jets winning Rookie of the Year, Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson. And the New York Giants head coach winning Coach of the Year. So there are very, very positive things that are happening with both of these teams, even though the season ended in disappointment for both of them. Obviously, the Giants had a much better season. But hearing Woody Johnson talk about his team currently is the biggest thing that came out of it. And I wanted to say all the positive things first before I went to the negative thing. That's why I set it up that way. Okay. But my God, did that sound horrible. You're not supposed to talk like that when you're the owner. We all know it's the truth, but... 
I mean, they really need to figure out this quarterback situation behind the scenes and not publicly talk about it like that because if they do fall flat with one of these guys that's out there in either free agent or trade and they got to go back and Zach Wilson's a big part of their plans, everybody's going to be bringing this up to Woody Johnson basically saying that the guy can't play. So uh, if Aaron Rodgers comes out of his little black box and he decides to say, hey, you know, I want to go play in Vegas, yeah, uh, which I don't know if they can make that happen or not, I mean, then that takes him off the uh, – uh, you know, off the radar of the Jets. Then you got to got to think that New Orleans is really trying hard to sign Derek Carr right now because February fifteenth is when the Raiders will have to uh, ultimately release Derek Carr and he'll become an unrestricted free agent. Right now, New Orleans and the Raiders uh, they have a deal in in place for the trade to take place, and that means New Orleans really does want Derek Carr. The question is, is how far out are they willing to go, and how much money are they willing to pay him? And, I, and that that's a team that's always fluctuating. Uh, uh, what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? That's a team that's always had a problem with the salary cap. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how much they can afford and what they can pay him. Um, and it's always uh, an issue down there. So maybe the Jets you know, could have an inside track for Derek Carr. But if it's not him, then who? You know, like plug-and-play quarterback, who is that? Is that Jimmy Garoppolo? Ugh. Is that uh, Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I would prefer Baker Mayfield over Jimmy Garoppolo. I've been saying this now for weeks. This guy is the exact opposite of the person that you want taking that job. He is someone, you say it all the time, is this guy all in? Is this guy all in? What we've learned about Jimmy Garoppolo is he is not all in. Now, I don't know. Rob Sala might have had a great relationship with Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe he doesn't believe some of the things that were said about him after the contract. He was a part of that coaching staff when it was reported that Jimmy Garoppolo, after getting his big extension, just disappeared off the face of the earth and the organization couldn't find him. So, I mean, is that in his head? Did he think that was unfair? I don't know what that relationship is, but that is not the guy that I want quarterbacking the Jets because he's never healthy and he doesn't seem like someone who really cares all that much about being a great player. So, uh, no way. Absolutely no way. But, but I mean, what, 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 what do you have? But really, my point is, what are the alternatives? That That's the thing. I mean, you know, you, you talk about some of these other uh, alternatives, Andy Dalton, Teddy Bridgewater, Mike White is out there. Uh, Sam Darnold, Geno Smith, former Jet quarterbacks are out oh. there. Of course, Daniel Jones and Baker Mayfield uh, are free agents. Daniel Jones will will sign a deal s- shortly. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and then Jacoby Brissett. I mean, that's who's available as we sit here right now. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, it is a horrible situation to be in for the Jets. At this point, I think I'd rather uh, roll the dice with Mike White than go and get someone like Jimmy Garoppolo, Baker Mayfield, or Andy Dalton. I, I really would, because we know that the locker room loves him. We know he can play. It's just that he's another guy that you don't know if he can stay healthy or not. Back-to-back years when he became a sensation, he ends up getting hurt and the wheels fall off completely. But I, I just I, I don't see one of those guys outside of Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers coming in and being the answer for the Jets. I, I just don't see it. Now, I know that you know, the defense is supposed to be great. They really fell off the second part of the year. I understand the weapons that they have, and Brees Hall's going to come back, but it's more than just plug and play. And what the Jets really need is they if they're not going to get Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to get Derek Carr. They need someone who's going to be solid at that position on the field, but they also need a leader. That's what they. That's what they're lacking. They need the right personality at that position, and and they haven't had that in years and years and years. We talked about it with Sam Darnold, the type of guy that he was, the type of guy that Zach Wilson is. They need someone to come in who's really going to take over that offense and be like, every runs through me. But who is that? 
That's Aaron Rodgers, that's who it is. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers, like I told you, is he going to be like the all-in guy? Is he going to immerse himself into the into uh, the organization the way that Tom Brady did for uh, Tampa? Yeah. Is he? No, and well, I, I think he may. Um, not like Tom Brady, but much better than some of these other guys. I just don't think he's coming. I, I really don't believe that he's going to be the Jet quarterback. So, yeah, it's going to be Slim Pickett. It's going to be bottom of the barrel. It's going to be the bargain bin. That, that's where they're going to have to go for a quarterback. And you just got to hope that one of those guys has a Geno Smith type 2023 like Geno Smith had in 2022. Well, the best, the best situation for the Jets would be Aaron Rodgers for like two years. And then Zach Wilson maybe is ready to play. Yeah. I don't know. Because he's going to be here next year, Zach Wilson. Sure. He's definitely going to be here. Absolutely. So if you bring Aaron Rodgers in, you know, that's probably, I, you know, I'm assuming that Aaron maybe play a year or two more. That would be it. And then that would be perfect for the Jets in that scenario. But if you bring any one of these other guys in, it's probably going to be a little bit longer and a little bit more money. And there's going to be a little bit more friction in that quarterback room. And the first time that one of these guys is a bad game. You know, you know our fan bases around here be screaming for Zach Wilson. Oh, no way! They won't be screaming for Zach Wilson. That there's the, if Zach Wilson is the backup, they're not screaming for him. Now, if Mike White is the backup, they'll be screaming for him. But I don't think there's a Jet fan in the world right now that would be screaming for Zach Wilson to replace somebody. And here's the the other thing too is to me, if I if I am Derek Carr and it is the Saints, I'm going there. If I want to have, if I can go there, if they can afford me. If I want to have success and I want to have a chance to go to the Super Bowl, then that would be the team to do it with. Because if you go to the AFC, the likelihood of that happening is going to be very, very difficult. With those quarterbacks at the top of this division, of the conference, it's going to be really, really difficult. Uh, you know, and again, like if Aaron Rodgers goes to, uh, and I know he's Aaron Rodgers, don't get me wrong. He goes to either the Raiders or the Jets. I mean, look at these other quarterbacks that he's going to have to be facing. It's not like he's been in the NFC the last couple of years, and that hasn't been the case. Sure, and I think that Aaron Rodgers probably, when he decides on a new team, if he does decide to continue to play, uh, is going to feel like whatever team he goes to, he's going to be able to compete at that level because there's just no way. I, and I don't see him saying, ah, you know, these guys are better than me or this conference is stacked. Like, he's not thinking like that. He's thinking like, you have a fresh start, new place, young offensive weapons. Like, let's go. What he should do is just stay in Green Bay and finish it out there is what he should do. Yeah, I would agree. That's what he should do. That, yeah. that would be his best chance for success. If he wants to get back to the Super Bowl, that team is is young. It's building. And, you know, maybe maybe there's a little disconnect with some of the younger guys and him because this is what this team has to do. But I think if he comes back with the, the way that that, that team kind of grew towards the end of the year, I don't see why that, you know, he wouldn't think that that would be a team that, that had a potential to go back to the Super Bowl. But do the Packers want that do they want him back again and it doesn't sound like that's exactly what they're thinking uh in the you know as right now now they might go through and say like uh, jordan love is is not the guy uh we've really made a mistake in thinking that aaron Rodgers needed to move on from him and maybe they change their stance but all the reporting up to this point is like they're probably sick of everything that's going on with aaron Rodgers. okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 